0: Okay, so this is the uh, this is number two of this little podcast journey I'm on. I guess you could say it was uh, interesting to do, you know, record last week's, and I think it's gonna be a weekly thing. It's something to look forward to, and already, just one, I guess the second one weekend, second one we're doing here. I got my main man Shane Williams with me. Shane reached out to me after I posted the first one and was interested in joining me on one. So Shane got here about 20 minutes ago. And Shane, is there anything that you kind of want to add as far as uh, what got you interested in it and wanting to reach out to me? And Well, you know, Curtis, you and I have
1: had a lot of conversations, a lot of good conversations over the past, since I've met you um, two, three years maybe. And we've had a lot of good conversations as far as you know what what life's like and what i guess um what the struggles are that we go through what the triumphs are that we go through the goods and the bads and so yeah um i think you know this is no different than any other conversation that we've had um just putting a mic in front of us and and off we go
0: yeah we uh went so we met through liam because you and liam went to college together but yep. i don't remember the first time we met you know it may have been It may have
1: been when we first started living together here, and you came over for something. Maybe the Super Bowl, maybe just a night out.
0: I think I ate some of your
1: chips. You probably did. That sounds about right.
0: (laughs) I remember, uh, because Liam didn't have anything in the fridge, and you had everything on top of it. (laughs) that sounds about right i'm sorry (laughs) i went to town on some tortillas well that sounds (laughs) sounds like you curtis and yeah no i you know i appreciate you you texted me and um it was yeah it was interesting last week i just i got in front of it i did a couple like i did 30 minutes where i didn't post any of that and then just uh i don't know it's just it's just calming to like freely speak. And, and I've had a couple of people ask me like, you know, are you creating like a script for it? Are you creating like a format? And I thought you know, that kind of defeats the purpose of who am I? If I have to like, I don't know. I feel like if I'm a good person and I can just kind of go, Yeah. then I'm not going to say anything that's going to be like harming. Yeah, man. I mean, I can attest you know? to that. <laughs> I got here 20 minutes
1: ago and we've just chatted for for a little while <laughs> got the computer set up and and off we go
0: yeah but yeah you and i we yeah we we really didn't start talking deep until Liam's bachelor party and then we had just really good conversations and it's i mean it's heavy but not it's never light no ma'am it's but it's yeah, it's good. So I I was glad that you, you listened to last week and you, you kinda connected with that. That was well, nice. And I think that, you know, the last time uh that I saw you, I
1: think we had a good conversation in the sense that you you told me you enjoy it you told me you enjoy our conversations you enjoyed some of the the deeper things that we've talked about and um whether that was um i guess just whatever setting that might have been in whatever we're talking about my situations we're talking about your situations i think that curtis we complement each other well as you listen i listen and um we speak our mind nothing wrong with that
0: yeah but we yeah, I mean, like you said, we've both been through some stuff, but every time that I say it out loud, like struggles, I've been through stuff. I just, and I said it last week, it's, it's like you boil it all down. We're still living in a very open place. Yeah. So you gotta just keep perspective, I guess, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I think perspective is a really important thing in whether you're at work whether you're with friends whether you're by yourself and i think by yourself is the key one there because it's really easy to go down that dark hole from a sense of perspective when you're by yourself you're either watching tv you're working whatever it might be i think that keeping a good perspective when you're by yourself is probably one of the most important things that that i've picked up over the past year and
0: a half which is just very weird. It's It just sneaks up on you. Like going through high school, college, everything. You always had places to be. You always had like groups of people to hang out with. And then you finally leave those like group settings. Yeah. And then if you don't, yeah. I mean, I think that that's where overthinking for me starts. Yeah. Is So it's interesting you say that because I'm just now getting a really good routine as far as, you know, I'll go hang out with somebody and then... Yeah, I used to have to prepare for it a lot more. Like, I'd have to, I'd go hang out with somebody, and then I'd come back home, and I'd be like, okay, what's next? And I think that, you know, being busier with work helps. Um, but it's interesting, because you can't always, like, I don't know, you'll have to tell me your thoughts on this, but you can't always stress people around you to always want to do stuff. Yeah. Because we do need that alone time. But sometimes that alone time becomes the rabbit hole so do you i mean you were telling me you're fixing up your condo now you're doing yeah that stuff so does that kind of fill some of those gaps for you it helps
1: for sure i think you have to um you have to find things that i guess if you're ever in a negative mindset you have to find things that flip that even in the slightest and it can be anything from finding that next project it can be in on your condo on your apartment on your house whatever that might be or yeah. it could be something simple as you're listening to music you have a song that gives you a thought of something or someone that puts you down that rabbit hole all you yeah. can do is flip to the next song like yeah little things like that it can be something super small but it can also be something even greater than that that um, yeah i mean makes a big difference it all just depends on the person
0: yeah well, it's been good. I've, I've got a good... Uh, so my roommate, he he works throughout the week and then he'll be home on the weekends. And so now it's kind of nice because for the first time, I've got that routine of, you know, you, you work and then Friday comes, uber excited yeah. for Friday. Make sure you plan something for Saturday. Sunday, it's kind of a mix depending on how Saturday went. Yeah. <laughs> but how, you know, with... I actually just hung out with Liam and, and Tara uh, Friday. Nice. Do you still get together with a lot? I mean, the amount of people that I met when we went bowling for Liam's birthday was, yeah. was just crazy. Do you hang out with a lot of those people? Well, or what's kind of your weekends? Yeah.
1: And And I think it just, it depends too. Like whether, because I could be working on the weekends, like I have the last couple weekends. So that yeah. obviously limits the the things that you can do during the day on on a Saturday or even on a Friday night. So, um, but I think now, you know, it's, it just depends. Like we, we've got stuff coming up and I've got stuff coming up. That's things to look forward to. And I think we can talk more about, Something small like that of things that look forward to look forward to, which yeah. I think is a, a huge help and huge um mental relief of having something to look forward to. But yeah, um, like I've got Cubs tickets for next weekend. Was able to nice. snag those, so that'll be next Sunday. Cause hang out with a couple people, go to those game or that game, I guess. And so it yeah. just got it just kind of depends. So I mean you whether i'm working or whether i'm like last weekend i was in iowa visiting family so then you get the runaround of like you got to see family you've got to see friends you've got to see people that you haven't talked to in a while that want to mm-hmm. reach out so it just kind of depends but i think i've turned into the person as i've gotten older that i try not to think and plan my weekends out too far in advance yeah. um, unless there is something specific like you got tickets to a game or you know you're going to be somewhere and you're trying Mm -hmm. to plan something you're on a trip but if I'm here if I'm in Chicago and it's I've got nothing going on then I think it's okay to you know wait until Friday and see what plans come your way or see if you want to reach out to somebody if you want to go out and do something that's great if you want to stay in that's good as well it doesn't really make a difference to
0: me yeah that's very true man but my uh, the things that I've been through I mean it's it was more of I, to be honest, I had kind of an identity crisis after football ended. Yeah. And that was the biggest... Um, I don't know if that kind of opened the can of worms that a lot of other things were hiding underneath and football was just a, a perfect distraction for me for a while. Yeah. Uh, but that's really been the, the... I guess the bulk of whatever I've had to work through and however it's ended up coming out. It's just the identity issue of Okay, now that I'm not either pursuing... Because in high school, it was so it was such a breeze. Because as soon as you figure out that playing in college is, uh, uh, you know, likely, you, you just become hell-bent on that being your one goal. And every decision you make is just so towards that. And then in college, it's towards a degree. And, you know, obviously doing well with the team. And then after those were taken away, it's like, okay, so we find... You know, now I start looking into a career. Now I start planning for the future and just no idea if I wasn't putting pads on, I guess.
1: When you look back on where you're at right now and you look back on the past, I mean, we can look back on the past, I guess, from high school to now. What do you feel like you missed out on?
0: Well, when I uh, think of (laughs) work-wise, I didn't work at all. So I didn't have those kind of formative years of being like a like a stock boy yeah. or something like that. And so I actually did a job. I worked at UPS for a little bit because I, I I, thought, you know, I think I, I need to be in it a little bit mm-hmm. to understand, you know, as I do progress in a career. Uh, but I don't think I missed out. But here's what's here. Here. OK, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Why, when stress comes into your life, do you completely forget things you've been through that could help you get through the stress? Like, why is it almost like you're frozen in a moment and then you get relaxed and you get removed from the stress and then everything starts to open up again? So I'm trying to figure out how to keep that mindset longer. So I can tell you things that open up. Yeah, that's
1: that's a good question. And I can tell you things that have worked for me that I've learned over Mm -hmm. the past period of time Um, when I have stress and I have I guess whether it's a situation whether it's a person because sometimes it can be people sometimes it can be a situation sometimes it can be whatever it might be I think of stress as a big brick wall standing in front of you okay and you've got two choices of how you want to handle this stress or aka the brick wall you try and find your way around it and you try and Like, avoid what is actually causing the stress. Okay. You go around, and you might never find the root of the problem. You might never actually like calm your stress, or you figure it out and you go right through it, and you figure out the root of that problem and the root of what's causing that stress, and tackle it head on.
0: So is the roots, the sledgehammer, or (laughs) the
1: root (laughs) is the root uh... is the root is using a sledgehammer to go through the brick wall. So, and, or pushing through the problem or the issue or the person or the situation instead of avoiding it, because like you talking about, like, there probably wasn't anything you missed out on. You probably had a good experience in high school. You had a good experience in college, like all of those things, like there wasn't anything you missed out on, but. When you still have stresses and you're going to have stresses that come up every day in your life and personal professional like you have to find a way to work through it instead of work like the brick wall example work around it
0: so you will you would you say that when you work around it you're gonna face that wall pretty soon after again
1: yes and i can give you i'll give you my example here so I can be brief with this and be brief with how I deal with stress and coping and all that stuff. So I know you know this, but um, I've gone through stuff over the past year and a half, and this has helped helped me learn these concepts and through things and why I'm comfortable talking about this stuff is I've gone to therapy. Like I've reached out, I've done done the deep stuff and I've done the dirty work. Um, But about a year and a half ago, I woke up on a Tuesday, was home for Thanksgiving, walked in my parents' room and found my mom dead in her bed so there's a stress right there obviously and you you have things that come up from that that will haunt me for the rest of my life that will cause stress that will cause cause anxiety that will cause frustration just fury all of these things and one of the things that i took upon myself when that situation happened is and i don't I, i was quick saying that i don't take light in how big of a piece that was in my life to this point yeah but one of the things that i did and what i what i did was i went to therapy very quickly after that i went Mm -hmm. to therapy i would say less than two weeks after that was my first session and went two three times a week for the next however many months until COVID hit about a year ago from now so yeah but what i learned is when you have stress you have to find again like we were just talking about the root of the problem you have to find out what's causing that and you have to be able to identify that and work through it because if you don't it's kind of like when my my situation with grieving when you have those feelings and you have those stresses that come up if you try and table them or put them off to the side or avoid them or go around them yeah then they're gonna come up again so that to answer your question that's what I've learned is if you go around the problem, it's going to come back up. It's kind yeah. of like you going in a circle nonstop of that problem is always going to be there every single time.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think just staying and, you know, we were talking before kind of getting this all started is, you know, why did you start the podcast? Yeah. And it, it was just perspective. You know, I yeah. just want to grow perspective. And I think that that's the hardest thing sometimes when stress builds is you lose perspective you lose kind of this base reality which i had this past week i was thinking is there any way do you think that you could create like a system of of thinking or a process of thinking that could derive truth quicker and quicker because there's a lot of confusion in the world yeah because there i think a lot of the times people will and I mentioned this in, in last week's. it's just intentions. You have to think about intentions. And if people don't have, they're not as in tune with their intentions as they think, that's where confusion starts to, yeah. to build. So I was thinking, could you figure out a way to always stay in tune or to derive truth from with some, with something like what you went through to make sense of it, to find like, okay, what's what's the what's the reality here what's the truth what what am i going to do next and i don't know how do you kind of navigate through that facet of life
1: well i think that there are as far as the truth and the truth is it happened and i think that if you don't accept the truth that it happened that is where you you'll have more of a difficult time the truth, I think sometimes, especially in a coping setting, and I'm sure we can talk about things that you've seen or that you've been through. Truth can be perception too. Like sometimes your perception of truth is your truth. And like, we could talk about any topic in the world and you might think one thing is true. I might think the complete opposite is true. It's Mm -hmm. okay to have opinions on what you think the truth is. So, but I also do think that in my situation, the, if you don't, I guess, understand yourself and the truths that you have to deal with every single day. And again, one, it happened. Two, you have to be able to understand the truth that it's okay to not be okay. And I think that's where people that have gone through something very deep and very hard, whether it's a death, whether it's a bad breakup, whether whatever it might be, like. You have to accept the truth that there are times when you're not okay. And I think that that's where going back to the brick wall example, you have to accept that truth of it's okay to not be okay. It's also not okay to go around the truth Yeah. and go around the root. You have to go through it. And when you go through it, that's where you can come out on the other side of that brick wall. The problem, which is the problem, which is i guess a situation that person whatever it might be yeah and you can feel better in the end so like that's how i always in my in my time of like grieving in my time of talking to people in my time of like trying to understand cuz there's no there's no sense in making um or no point in making sense of why do things happen to us because yeah i personally believe that there's a bigger plan i personally believe that there's a plan for all of us and you know mm-hmm. you have to accept the path that you're given and you have to make the most of it so in life you have to make the most of every situation that you're in if you don't you're doing yourself a bad dis or a big disservice
0: yeah but that's you got to give a lot up to that that's true you gotta as a, as creatures who can manipulate their environment to best serve their needs yeah how do you say that there's this stopping point of what's in your control well do you feel like i think that the what's in your control
1: is are you hanging out with the right people or are you putting surrounding yourself with the right people that have your intentions your i guess your best at heart because again if you're not you're doing yourself a disservice are you in the right i guess house city job like Would you have the right relationships with family, whatever it might be. Like you put yourself in the best situation, which is controlling what you can control. And then there are going to be factors that are outside of your control that when those cards are dealt your way. So in my example, I had a bad hand dealt my way. Mm -hmm. How do you use the things that are in your control, the people, the place, the situation to best give yourself the chance To dig through the root of that problem.
0: Yeah. I like that to dig. I feel like sometimes if you can just. Everything that we experience has some seedling of a characteristic. Yeah. Because from that thought, that idea, we now have actions, we now have, you know, maybe seeing something one day just created a new goal for you. Yeah. And, you know, if you aren't someone who thinks that there is like a planting of seeds that happen throughout our entire life, then you might end up in a garden. You're not sure how you got there, but I'm just been trying to stay connected with that more and, and be like, okay, so what am I putting in? What am I, I don't know, thinking about day to day? Well, let's go back to what you were talking about at the beginning of when
1: you plan out your week or your weekends and you who am i going to see this weekend what am i going to do my question back to you then is when you have time to yourself how do you do you plan that differently or do you plan that the same because do you put yeah. as much effort into what you're going to do when you're by yourself in as what you're
0: doing when you're with people or friends so my alone time sort of defaults to my routine mm-hmm. so I was really good, and then uh, I just started to work out a little bit later. But mornings, I loved the mornings. I loved waking yeah. up at like four thirty, going to the gym, being showered, ready to start work by seven thirty. Yeah, and just know that no matter how my day went, I got that taken care of. Yeah, and then from there, it was almost like freedom later in the day and. And then you feel just so accomplished at noon and you're like, well, I've been up for eight hours. That's awesome.
1: So what do you do with the freedom then? I think that's, that's the root right there.
0: Yeah. That's what I was getting. Yeah. I would want to start hanging out with people. I, you know, the idea of, I wish I liked reading more Mm -hmm. to be completely honest, uh, because I think that that would be such a good filler for Mm -hmm. some of that alone time. And, you know, you know, maybe that's something that I just have to be a little bit more active in. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: the freedom is an interesting piece though. And that's a good term to use because freedom, you have one of two options. You either spend your free time by yourself or you spend your free time with other people. It's pretty simple. So, and I think it's okay to have, obviously we all have a mix in our life of Mm -hmm. like, you ask people, do you want to go to dinner with me this night? Or do you want to hang out? Do you want to do this, that, but then sometimes like I know in my situation with me, I don't think I could do that every single night where you have your free time and you're making plans with someone you're Mm -hmm. going out to dinner like I need when I finish work sometimes I need those last four or five hours of my day to be about me whether it's getting dinner, making dinner for myself, uh, going yeah. on a run, going on a walk. Um, one of the things I picked up in um, during COVID that I think has been, it's a little little weird, but maybe after buying my condo over the summer, <laughs> I really got into looking on Zillow every day. Okay. So I pick a condo that was within a mile or around a mile from me, and then either run or walk over there that was on like for sale, or that oh, wow. was okay. like luxurious that I couldn't afford, but hey, you I can that. you doing that now? I did it over the summer. Okay. So right when I had moved into my place at the in the middle of July, did that up until around Labor Day at towards the yeah. end of September when the weather was really good. So now we're getting some good weather out here. Yeah. There's going to be houses on the market. I'm not buying, but I can sure go over and look, right?
0: That's very uh, that seems like it's very grounding to see Definitely. something in on, on your phone which sometimes is like this this like sphere of whatever. It's this amoeba of yeah. a feeling and just to like see something and then go bam it's right there
1: good word using amoeba there too because you feel like a very small person <laughs> yeah. walking into an open house for a 1.5 million dollar house Wait, or know so oh you don't you just go your Vince mcmahon walk in like you think you know i've done it once I'm i was gonna like, say I so i thought walk you just to... walked by it oh no it, sometimes like... you can walk into it <laughs> <laughs> you're so, like hi
0: I, uh yeah
1: hey i would like to
0: put a bid on it's this called house. an
1: open house yeah. for a reason
0: so have you seen uh, forget it uh no no um i love you man i haven't seen i love you. oh man. I, god i know
1: it's on my, i i've got too many movies on my list but yeah you ha- but you have to have those things and my point of yeah. it is you have to have those things when you have your freedom or your free time yeah that when you make the choice to spend it by yourself you have to find something to like Fill that gap, fill that void. Like, so it was a quirky little thing that I did once a week maybe, but hey, it was kind of fun. You got a Sunday, you got a couple hours on a Sunday. Let's take a run. Let's take a walk over to a random place that either has an open house or that is for sale Mm -hmm. and walk around like you have every intention of buying (laughs) it, even though you have zero intention. And so that's nothing wrong with that, right?
0: Yeah. Last weekend to that, I went to Lakeshore and I biked. I mean, I was out biking for like three, three and a half hours. The people watching's great. I don't, you know what I did? Some people. I mean, I was people watching. Like once you get on Lake Shore, everybody on bikes, right? Cause yeah. Kind of in, in those two lanes, but what surprised me was how many people, and I'm I did it too. Just go to Lake Michigan and stare at it. <laughs> What do you, what do you
1: what do you think that people think when they're staring at Lake Michigan? I don't I
0: don't know, but I was just I was and so if you bike uh, if you keep going north, it's the only place where you're biking and then the people are back more. Yeah. Everywhere else they're closer to the lake. And that was when I really got that that perspective of this is just a thing we do. We just take an afternoon, we go by a large body of water. And yeah, we, we
1: just st- stare at it. But see, again, that's going off of And perception. I, did it, I did it too. And I've done it too. Yeah. And you probably ask a lot of Chicagoans <laughs> and they've all done it too. We just love it's staring at that lake. is calming, yeah. something is, hey, it beats jumping in it when it's cold and yeah. you freeze. But yeah. um, But I'm telling you, you walk over there, the dead of winter, and you will see people 30 degrees just sitting and staring at that lake or yeah. sitting and staring at when you're either from the north looking south into the loop or you're south looking north into the loop. Like yeah. you, you've got views like, like I'm from Iowa. We don't have views like that in Iowa, <laughs> so I can guarantee you that. So yeah. that's, that's a big reason why I go over to the lake and either like I'm either sitting or running or walking or mm-hmm. just whatever it might be, or having a drink over there with friends. Like yeah. sometimes it's just the view and it. there's nothing in my opinion more relaxing and calming than being outside on a nice day
0: yeah it's one of the most
1: underrated things that you can experience like that people take for granted and we're midwesterners like we live in the heart of terrible winter area of the united states so you've seen it here when we get our first 55 degree day and you've got people that are walking around in tank tops and shorts like it's Like we're in Hawaii, like that's appreciating the small things.
0: Well, not uh, just that it's underappreciated. Sometimes I get like antsy if I know it's nice out. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I inside? This is is dumb. Yeah. I got to do something with this. But you know
1: what? There are little things
0: too that you can do even if
1: you're working to make your day better when it's nice out. There's nothing. We've got Wi-Fi. You've got a laptop, go sit outside if you can. If your Wi-Fi can extend, what's wrong with working outside? What's (laughs) wrong with little things like that? People just, you don't need to punish yourself. Yeah,
0: if you need to buy an AT&T hotspot for only $39 a month, you can buy it at any local. Was that your plug? (laughs) That's why I'm just kidding. Yeah? I I don't know. I don't know how much they are. Well, and I think that (laughs) you
1: you have there are things for whatever reason and going back to again the root the brick wall example there are so many times and i do it too we all do it where we have a situation (laughs) a person or a problem in our life the brick wall where we accept not doing what would make us happy or what would be and we punish ourselves for no reason yeah so like it's 70 degrees outside. You've got that AT&T hotspot. Like you have 2 hours <laughs> left of work on a Friday, yeah. but you feel the need to sit inside and punish yourself even though you have every capability of being yeah. as impactful
0: outside as well, in your deck. There are areas in life where you get pleasure from pain. Sure. And my first thought, and I hate that I brought it up last time because I felt like such a just a meathead when I compared something to squatting. But just the idea of working out yeah working out is not the most fun thing sometimes but we do it because after after you stress yeah everything relaxes
1: well i can tell you that working out is something that you have to condition yourself to do and you have to push yourself but once you're doing it you're doing it and like i told you before i got here i did something for the first time today Good, good,
0: yeah. Just you got to a tough me. roommate here barking yeah. away. I know, so but I think that Lucy, you're okay. You're tough girl. Um,
1: I can give you an example going back to this. Um, yeah, working out, you have to make it if you don't like it, make it mentally, make yourself mentally be there and make it mentally stimulating. I told you before I came today, this morning, I tried something different. I was like, you know what, I'm tired of like either running or just doing the same things that you do at a gym every day, whether it's like just lifting. And I'm like, you know what, let's, I've just had this new rock climbing gym that I tried for the first time and tried bouldering for the first time in my life. Mm -hmm. And the whole time I was doing it, and every time you're up, you're 20 feet off the ground and, yeah. You can't think about anything but where's that next, um, where's that next handhold or where's that next foothold. Yeah. So I was thinking afterwards, after I finished up my workout this morning, that that's kind of like what we we do when we hit stress in our life too. All we can think about is where's that next handhold and where's that next foothold. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And but again, I'm full of analogies here, but um, <laughs> no, if good. you if you allow yourself to just focus on that next thing. Like you'll get to the top. Yeah. You'll figure it out. So it was, it like was an that, interesting experience. I like
0: that. You said to be mentally involved in your workout. So for a while I actually, I I thought it was so um, I wanted to see what was going to happen on the back end of if I listened to this audiobook book yeah. for 360 hours to do it while I worked out. And it was the most surprising Just to always be in a workout and have this like intense music going. Yeah. And to then just listen to this guy talk about the Dalai Lama was such a, just the spectrum grew for me. You get the best of both worlds. yeah. Yeah. To be able to think, okay, I'm actually like training my brain here. I'm working out and I'm relaxing and I'm learning things. And then I stopped doing it because I went to one workout and I put music on again. I'm like, oh, damn, that's nice. <laughs> I wasn't listening to an audiobook. But now when I work out, I just always think if the movement I'm doing, if the exercise I'm doing, if how long I'm doing it, if it's not relaxing me to some level, like if I'm not. And I always think like if you think about blood pressure, right, you, you get kind of stressed out, everything starts to kind of um, just get heightened in you. If I'm not relaxing to some degree and everything's not smooth and fluid, I'm wasting my time at the gym. Sure. Why am I going here? I don't have to compete. I'm not training for, for anything other than just to maintain you know a healthy lifestyle. So that's kind of taken pressure off of... It's given me direction a little bit. But yeah, it's just crazy how... I never thought just day to day, you just have to stay aware of a lot. You just have to stay conscious of a lot. And it used to not seem like it was like something I had to be active about when I was growing up.
1: Do you feel like you have to set goals for yourself in order to stay motivated?
0: You know, it's interesting. Uh, When I went out with Liam and Tara, you know, one thing Liam brought up that I just hadn't thought about in a while, but just goals that aren't work related. Yeah do you have any, he's like, do you have any goals? You know? And I was like, no, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and wrote out a goal. Yeah. You know, just for my personal life. Just, this is when I, cause he goes, Curtis, it sounds like you really want a relationship to work. You really want a relationship and you really want it to work. Realistically, how do you, how does that look to you? Like, wh- what's the timeline for you of, you're going to meet somebody in like a week. You're going to, You know, so if I just every single day I wake up and I put this stress on me of like, got to find a relationship. And I don't know if that's, you know, last week I said I come from a dysfunctional family, but we're functioning pretty well. So divorced parents. Maybe that puts pressure on it. I don't know
1: but I'm kind of coming out of that because
0: I'm realizing there's so much more that I can focus on and succeed in life. And those that will come. I don't need to force love you know
1: well and we're at the
0: age too where we
1: you know we don't want to start and i my thought on relationships has always been i don't want to get too deep into something unless i see like a long-term future with with that girl so if i my biggest fear is starting a relationship and and it not working two three years down the road. I'm yeah. 27. Like yeah. that happens to me. I'm a, I'm at I'm hitting the good old 3o at that point. <laughs> if and then you're you're kind of scratching your head and trying to figure out where did this go wrong again. I've been yeah. there before. Of been in a long relationship. Um, been been in one for four years and then you you end it and it's over. And yeah, there's you kind of have to reassess and reevaluate. But at the same time that's not a bad thing to do. But I think from a relationship standpoint, you have to be, you have to be, it has to be a 50-50 thing of you have to, it's okay to initiate things and try to put yourself out there, but you also have to let things come to you too. Something that I've learned along the way, something that, you know, if you go more than that 50%, you'll fall flat on your face and you'll look dumb doing it sometimes. (laughs) But if you don't let that other person, if you don't let her come, 70 percent, or you don't meet go her halfway then you're you don't let her come halfway um and meet you in the middle on that and that's where i think like a connection can be made then yeah you're you're gonna miss out on opportunities so i feel like so that's it so
0: you've had experiences where you could feel that there's almost like this middle way yeah. where a connection happens and if you're not there then you're never gonna meet. i think
1: forced forced connections can work for a period of time like you can yeah. force
0: something everybody likes to be interested in
1: everybody likes to be interested in everybody likes the idea of what that person can be yeah but unless you actually are able to make a connection on you and that person in my opinion right in the middle then it just it'll work for a period of time but like it'll fizzle out at some point yeah so
0: um no and I'm, I'm a firm believer that if, if it is right the one thing that no that neither people in in a relationship can control are life events and if it does work and we've had whether it's just a friendship whether it's a significant other uh, you know maybe a relationship with work the life will guide you towards those people yeah if it's right and if it's not then you're exhausted trying to like you said force the connection so i also think I'm trying to stay in tune with what, what's been sort of transpiring with this person yeah. since we started and what's what's in those moments.
1: So one thing that I think you might not think of that I've learned, and again, through my own experiences after my mom passed away, one of the things that I learned was don't discount people that aren't reaching out to you because there are people that are thinking about you and thinking about either what you're going through, what you're doing, like all those things, but they're too whatever to reach out, too scared. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the excuse can be, but don't discount those people. But Yeah. it's also not a bad thing to and I will say in the past year and a half again since my mom passed away, I went through that covid hit. I probably cut my friend group in half if not more. So But it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional, but my thought has always been if I can't have someone there in my darkest of time, then how can I expect you to be there for me for the good stuff? Like friendship has to work like through the good times and through the bad times and you're gonna have, I'll break it up into like three people. It's okay to like cut people out that aren't there for you. You're gonna have people that aren't there for you. You're gonna have people that say they're there for you, but they're not there for you. And then you're gonna have people that are there for you. Those are the people, especially when you go through tougher times and like, um, deeper times in life you have to hold on to for dear life so that's why i value friendships and relationships and family yeah. all of those things so much maybe because i've been through the 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 shit and i've been yeah. through the excuse my language there but i've <laughs> been through the did no don't know what you're if you're gonna put explicit on this just uh
0: no i <laughs> i draw i uh draw some s-bombs there you go last week there you so, go. Uh... but i
1: think uh it's okay though to like i've been through the deep stuff and i've come out and i've gone through that brick wall time and time again and there are always the same group of people standing there waiting for me on the other side there's usually not there will be there'll be a few people that'll surprise you every now and then that'll yeah that'll be there for you and want to you don't need to. you don't need someone and i will say this and preface it this way you don't need someone to talk about what's wrong with your feelings or how you're doing or the deeper stuff to be there for you yeah as long as okay. they're there to, there's nothing wrong like if you had someone well, that you like not heard from in a while that texted you hey what are you doing this weekend or hey yeah. you want to get dinner they don't necessarily need to know like your life story from the past five years if you haven't seen them
0: but that tells that you know I don't know. I, for some reason, I think I like love languages when you say something like that because yeah. everybody has their own way of showing. Sure. Right? So if somebody likes communication, they're going to take you down the five-year journey. Yeah. And if they're more about, you know, they like planning things for you, then they'll do that. And that's, I mean, that's a whole other, you just, you get older and you have to stay aware of all these things and you have to find yours. And then what's really hard is when, You know, I've had it a couple times where I really, really liked the person, but it just wasn't clicking. Yeah, like you'd want it to, and that's where you have to let the ego die a little bit, and you have to say, okay, as great as I think life is, and as great as I think that you know the things that I can do are, it's I don't have, and that's that's where I give it up. That's where I'm like, okay, I you know I've been with people where. Sometimes it's just hard to 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 think the next thing to say. Sometimes it's just like because I just don't think it's there. I think it either flows and it and if it does, then you're onto something. And if it doesn't, I don't know. Well,
1: <laughs> your first point that you were given there, where you're going more than you should, and you're putting yourself out there, they don't reciprocate it, and you look silly, and you fall on your face doing it. Yeah. But I think that the thing that I've done that I try not to do is it's really easy to cause you're going to assess it and you're going to think what went wrong. Yeah. And it's so easy to think it's me. Like there's something wrong with the way I act, the way I look, the way I dress yeah. all this, all that. When you're putting yourself out there, you're going past that 50% mark there. That person is not giving you anywhere near 50%, but you still try and try and impress them. You try and text them. You try and whatever it might be. Yeah. And, you it's really easy to resort to thinking it's all, it's me like and you know what sometimes it's not you like sure there's sometimes that i've gone back and i've looked at it like of like relationships that i've had like dates that i've been on and why it didn't work out and you know what sometimes it was me and that's yeah. okay but sometimes it wasn't me and you can't beat yourself up when you're putting yourself out there And if a person doesn't appreciate me or appreciate you for like what we bring to the table, because conversation is another thing. Mm -hmm. Like if a person can't converse with (laughs) you or I, look at us, we're sitting here, we're talking on your (laughs) podcast right now. Not a lot of people can have a conversation that flows with very awkward pauses, Yeah, with very few or if no awkward pauses (laughs) for 30 minutes or an hour. That's conversation skills. So don't think that you don't have conversation skills because again, this is putting yourself out there
0: showing that you're I, I really like the uh the 50 because it makes me think you can when you're alone right from what we started talking yeah. about get yourself to 100 percent. be 100 yeah. percent, the best you but then when you are with somebody give yourself that break a little bit yeah and say before I dive in because I've been putting the work in by myself yeah to become me let's go 50 let's see how this goes and then I like that. Well,
1: and I think that it's also okay to give yourself that 100%, but give that person like they they need to meet you halfway.
0: So when when would you say that you flip it and then you go above and beyond?
1: Oh goodness. Wow, that's a that's a whole different different question I feel like because if you're interested in someone, like you you go on a few dates with with someone and she's like you can tell she's interested. You can tell you're interested. Yeah. It's really easy to not... Oh, man. As guys, you know, we you go, on, a almost, re, you go on one really good date yeah. and you're like, holy smokes, I think I found the one. And then in the next date, you're like, wow, I can't believe I thought <laughs> that. So it's really easy to, like, yeah. go on, like, just to let that happen. And, like, I mean, I try to slow myself down because I've gone on, like, you know, that one date and you're like, Whoa. You
0: told me. Yeah, you told me when I was a girl where... Or- she you had to walk her home she blacked out or something she drank so much yeah that was when you uh, went on a date that you to like help her in her apartment yeah that was uh what is happening
1: that was not yeah you you (laughs) you just i'm
0: sorry i didn't didn't mean to like we're we're going personally you're okay i'm sorry i'm sorry it's hey
1: we've we've all have we've all been there though where you know You're out with someone, yeah, or you're out like in a one on one setting, you drink too much, or they drink too much, yeah. Like, in my opinion, like, if that if it was me, I think I can control myself when I get to drinking some people. You just don't know how people because that's like it's flattering when someone is comfortable enough with you to keep going and keep drinking. No, and I'll
0: I'll, I'll throw something out there too, just to kind of even the odds here about a dating (laughs) story, but uh we didn't even get to a date i was talking to this girl and kudos to her i mean i it's it's, i've never gotten this message but within hours of talking it was just i felt what you're saying about like if you're trying too hard when you're texting somebody and most people just kind of stay in that they don't really face that for what it is yeah and I get this text from that says, "Hey, uh it's been really great talking to you. I don't want to waste any of our times, but yeah. the vibe's just not there." Um so then you <laughs> had to call to you.
1: You. you had to call the wedding planner that you were thinking about exactly. 2 hours before then. <laughs> Exactly. And
0: so I just I I honestly I just said, "Wow, that um I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, you know. Good luck to you."
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I will say I'm not the best at doing that to someone like yeah. uh, being straightforward, you know, you're not interested in her and you, you I, I don't have the courage to do just, it sometimes. I, was I don't just so have blown the courage. Away. Yeah. So I, I've done it once or twice, but I will say I, and you know what, but that also, I've had that, you get strung on sometimes or strung along and, yeah. you know, you, I think my, my challenge always to myself and to friends that have this, if you ever feel like you're, you're giving more than what you're getting, cut off the texting and cut off the conversation and see if it's reciprocated. If you feel like you're the one texting first, six out of seven days a week, just cut it off. Don't text for a couple days and see if they care enough to reach out to you to keep the conversation going.
0: Yeah. So It's a challenge because if you are... We have so many friends, though. At least, well, I'm thinking, you know, just, you know, Liam. But I feel like so many of my friends are engaged. Yeah. They're getting married. They're married. Yeah. What the hell? You're talking to someone from
1: Iowa. I have people that I went to high school with that have have six kids and they're on yeah. their second marriage at this point. So, <laughs> so
0: what the you
1: and here we are sitting here in our, You're I I'm a year older than you, yeah. but I'm sitting here in our mid to late twenties <laughs> and we're talking on a podcast on a Sunday. So, but you, <laughs> What are doing? but you know what? There's nothing, but what would you think if you were on your second marriage and you had four kids?
0: I feel like if, if it was meant for us, we'd, we'd be in it. Exactly. You and know, you know what? There's a
1: reason why you, are in the city of chicago there's a reason why i am in the city of chicago there's yeah. a reason we are in the places that that's we good are. certainty
0: man that's good
1: there's always and like that's again you control what you can control i think there's like not necessarily like this i'm not saying like there's this path that we follow and like we have to do like predestination pre- i don't believe in that i think that there again going back to there are things that are within our control and we have to surround ourselves with the best people in the best situation with the best possible actions to give ourselves the best chance to be successful and get what we want whether that is a healthy relationship a good job like probably one of the most under talked about things ever a peace of mind and like the the purpose so you talked about last week on your podcast clarity yeah so can you give yourself that you can that third thing whether it's purpose, clarity, all of those things. You put that at like, number one, like, I mean, we can find that now even without the relationship piece or like being married with kids, like you still can find your purpose and your clarity, yeah. even though like you either live by yourself or you're single or whatever, you're going out every weekend, trying to meet your future wife. So, cause that's mm-hmm. what we do. We, yeah. we work. We go out, we try and meet people, we try and make friends, we try and find the person we're going to marry and like all Mm -hmm. of those things. And it's really easy to get stuck in a rut and not appreciate the process if you are just, if you don't give yourself that purpose and that clarity.
0: It's about, it's this healthy balance of pushing yourself. Like even, you know, doing this today or even when I bought the microphone and I decided to do it, the... The, the back end of making those decisions, that's the clarity. Yeah. Because you have to get through the wall. Yeah. Right? It's crazy how everything just circles circles around, man. We went in a big circle.
1: <laughs> we did. And you know what we did? We came back and we're still standing at the wall right now.
0: Yeah. So. Are we?
1: So we can go through it and find our way to the other side. And you know what? I'll say it again. You go through the wall and you think of who are the people that I value the most in my life, I can guarantee you that when you go through that wall, they're going to be standing there waiting for you.
0: Okay. That's, I'll end on that. We can end on that. That's nice. I mean, we're at 53 minutes. Well, that was a good conversation, Curtis. That was a good conversation.
1: Yeah. It was good. We can do this again at some point. Okay. Like I said, we... We've had our deep conversations. We can get rolling pretty easily. Yeah, in. you
0: can't you can't go in too hot and heavy. You can't go right away. Too hot and heavy. No. Yeah,
1: we, we'll we'll give the fans what they want <laughs> at a different time, right? So we'll wait. Yeah. We'll Just call you Mister Joe Rogan in training at this point. Okay,
0: okay. And that's an AT and T hotspot. Yeah, it's we're not monthly gonna, payments. Yeah. <laughs> Team Verizon all the way over here. Okay. All right, guys. Well, until next week. Thank you, Shane.